0: You know, the weather's cooling off, but the action on the field stays hot. And I partner with DraftKings, an official partner of the NFL, to get you close in all the action. And right now, new customers who bet just $5 get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up using my promo code, The Last Stand. The crown is yours. If you've already signed up for DraftKings, like me, you can get a no sweat bet. Get a bonus bet back if your same-game parlay or SGPX bet doesn't hit. Max reward limits now apply, and fans of multiple teams who want to bet on all of them combine multiple bets together for a shot at an even bigger payout. If sports betting isn't yet available in your state, don't worry. You can still join in on all the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers who use my promo code, The Last Stand, and bet $5, you will get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's the promo code, The Last Stand, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's The Last Stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is The Last Stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. Man, I've been looking forward to this one for a long time because joining me is a guy who we have not seen for a long time. He's the current WBC middleweight champion of the world. You know him as the future of boxing. Jermall Charlo. Big Charlo is back. What's up, man? We back, baby. How y'all been? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time. So, listen, you're finally back. Showtime pay-per-view. After two and a half years away from the ring, you've got Jose Benavidez Jr. Why him? Why now?
1: I mean, uh, for everything that Showtime has done for me, you know, uh, all all of my fights has been on Showtime. And we have to... You know, just accept the fact that so- Showtime is, you know, not doing boxing anymore. And it's one of the last episodes I get a chance to, you know, bless you guys with my talent, my skills. And um far as uh, the opponent goes, I mean, it was just uh, only right, you know, me stepping away from the ring for two years, come back, uh, not taking them lightly, not saying it's a tune-up or any of those type of things in that nature. But, you know, it's, it's me coming back and um, giving the chance to let you guys see me fight someone that's hungry, uh, someone that's, um, you know, coming off a good outing and and uh, the brother to the main event. So why not, you know, uh, why not push me in there, let y'all see if I'm capable of uh, doing what I normally do.
0: He released a statement, uh, said that, uh, I've been training hard. Mm. I feel strong. He's been away from the ring for a long time. So I'm ready to take him out. End quote. Your response to that.
1: Uh, talk is cheap. You know, we'll see once we get in there. Uh, I've been away from the ring, uh, to get myself better. I've got way better. Um, just let them talk, you know? Let them talk. When we, when we get in there, we'll see.
0: So it's a non-title fight. It's not at 160 or at 168, where a, a, a lot of people assume that, that you're going to end up anyway. Why Why not at
1: 160? Um, I want to just say, like, I guess the handlers, you know? I let everyone do their thing. I, I'm not, you know, uh, picking... The that I'm not picking the opponent. I'm I'm going in um, uh, short term. You know, no like big, extensive, crazy uh, camp preparing for this guy. Uh, we're gonna go in there and fight uh, and, and and get it going. Uh, you, now, listen, Maul, You've seen on.
0: you you've seen what has happened to your brother. You have mm. seen what has happened to Errol Spence Jr. after long layoffs, and both of them mm. had like a year and a half away from the ring. And and both of even said after their their fights, you know, yeah, that ring rust was real. Any concerns then that ring rust will be an issue considering you've been away for two and a half years?
1: Um, I don't wanna say uh, concern um a factor maybe you know uh I mean it's part of the game uh I'm not making any excuses or you know covering her for uh Earl Spence or my twin brother or whatever the nature is but I mean it's boxing you know we get in there and uh we do what we have to do so I'm not necessarily uh worried about like what's going on and I'm, I've been training hard uh I've been all around the world trying to get myself, you know, better. So, I mean, it shouldn't be any ring rust. Uh, maybe just to get back in the feel of things. But I guess we, you can knock that off uh, Spawn and those natures. Uh, I, I should be alright.
0: Okay, so, so I want to, I want to hear from you in your words. It's been so long since we've seen Maul in the ring. <laughs> What happened to Jamal Charlo? How did he just seem like f- fell off the end of the earth? What happened to Jamal Charlo? Um,
1: uh, I wanted to see myself get better, not worse. You know, uh, sometimes it's not all about boxing. Um, I spent my, and dedicated my whole life to boxing. Um, But at the same time, if you really know me, I wasn't becoming the person that I actually want to become just because you know I have to continue to get myself better and uh, um, I dealt with some mental issues I dealt with some injuries I dealt with uh, things of that nature where you know we don't really have to discuss um, just you know uh, I lost a lot and got it back and I'm here Mm -hmm. for it all now you know um, um, you know I guess boxing you know takes its toll on you where like all the fans kind of expect, you know, this this crazy, you know, big lifestyle. I don't think we uh, actually go through things and ever be in dark places and be, uh, you know, where we're not found. And I found myself slipping down that path where I didn't want to be. And uh, I'm better now, you know, uh, away from trouble. um. um I'm home. I got a chance to actually uh, spend the last couple years uh, with my kids and finding out who they really are and not just boxing, you know. And it's always boxing and fights and fighting this person, fighting that person. Just on top of the world, it's just like, you know, it's not what everybody think it is.
0: I remember uh, after one of Danny Garcia's fights, remember after he got a victory, you know, he he got really emotional in the ring and talked about how his mental health and and talked about it outwardly. And I'm I'm happy that you're doing the same thing. Can you give us a sense, Maul, How bad did it get for you?
1: Got real bad, man. It got so bad that like uh, like I had a, a look at myself and it almost feel like now like have that that happened to me like mm. I didn't I don't even know what was going on like i didn't have no clue that you know Thing. Uh, you know this is my life like I'm looking at it out of body and I'm just like nobody ever explained this part to me you know uh like this is me right now. You know, I look at myself in the mirror like, this is you right now. Like, it took me some time to sharpen myself back up to, like, be, be the world champion that I, was, I started from the beginning. And, um, yeah. I just didn't, I mean, I could speak on it now because, you know, I faced it and I battled it. And I went through some tough times, uh sat in my loneliness and sat uh, away from the world. And I just, it took me some time. And, you know, I apologize to my fans, but I'm so thankful and so grateful to have, like, real good people and real good fans and real good people who just, like, understand, like, some of the things I had to go through at the moment, um, which humbled me. And I'm so glad it humbled me because the route I was taking the. I wasn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been here right now. I was, I was headed down the wrong direction. And uh, I don't want to say like, you know, I'm not pointing a finger at no one. It's, you know, I'm to blame, uh, you know, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't have did it with the people that was around me and they, they brought me back to life.
0: Wow. Um, And and, and maybe you can help some people who may be going through some things. Did did you have to seek some professional help? And what advice would you give to somebody then who will watch this and say, man, I'm in that position that you're talking about? What would you tell them?
1: My thing to you is, uh, if you're ever feeling uh, down, you are. If you ever feel depressed, you are. If you ever feel like the, the weight is on your shoulders and you feel like you just can't move. And it's just it don't matter if you uh, if you've the world champion, you know, champion of the world. We all need somebody to talk to. We all need somebody to speak about it. And the more that you speak about it, the better you become the more you can get over it. You have, to, you have to speak on it. Don't let it sit on your heart and don't let it hold you down because it's a barrier. And sometimes those barriers are hard to break. And the, the further that you you hold on to that barrier, it pushes you down even further. And when it's time to get, bounce back and get back on to your nature, it'll be even harder. So speak on it. Find someone that you can trust. Find someone you believe in. Find someone that motivates you and speak on it.
0: Wow, that's great. Man, I, I I love to hear that out of you, Maul. Do, do you think you've let your prime fighting years, do you think your prime fighting years have slipped away?
1: Uh, nah, because you know, I'm a real big advocate of this. A lot of fighters, they're real physical, right? And physically strong. And they rail, they knock out artists. But it's always like this up and down level of like where you really at in your mind. So I feel like when your mind meets up with your physical ability, that's when you're in your prime. And that's where I've reached. I've reached the the point in my life where I feel like my mind is just as strong as me. So now my mind can actually push out the physical ability. Yes, I was knocking fighters out. Let's see how fast I knocked Benavidez out. Now that my mind is clear. Let's see if he's able to withhold these punches and this pressure that I'm able to take. Yes, I'm still Jamal Sharlow. Yes, I still have the ability to do the things I've been doing. But now I'm sharper at it. So when your mind meets up with your physical ability, that's when you reach your prompt.
0: Oh, I love it. Um, You are, I don't know if you know this, but you are boxing's current longest reigning champion. You've had that middleweight title since 2019. Now, you've defended it four times, though, in that nearly five-year span. Uh, You're back. It's a non-title fight, not at the 160 limit. So many people have written, and I know you've heard it. So many people have said it. Jamal Charlo should have been stripped of that title a long time ago. What does Jamal
1: Charlo say? Uh, favor isn't fair. You know, uh, I mean, what can you say? I mean, I got better. Like, it took me some time to get. I mean, did y'all want to see me fight when I wasn't at my peak, or did y'all want to see the champion fight for everything that they built? I mean, they could have. I would have went and got it back. You know, I'm not saying it in a way of, like, you know, to nitpick at anybody. But, I mean, it's still some champions out there, uh, some fighters that, that that we can still fight and even make more. Uh, the future is here. And I'm here to bring it. So, uh, the title is just a trophy. You know, I'm I'm here for my legacy. I'm here for longevity. I'm I'm, you know, uh, me and my twin brother, we fight for our, our life and our lifestyle, and we're ready.
0: So now, going forward, are we going to see Maul? Are you going to uh, continue to fight at 160, or are we going to now see you at 168?
1: I mean. If you look at what's going on in the in the, the fight world, I don't want to even just say boxing fight world. I might even go over to MMA, UFC. <laughs> we never know. I might fight a UFC fighter. Who knows? We don't know what's going on right now. So like you know, even Showtime is gone. HBO's gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean we don't know what's going. So like I'm here for I'm here for 160. I'm here to hold the belt as long as I can. I mean. I'm glad that the WBC and uh, Suleiman, the whole family, everyone that reached out, uh, that cared about me at the time. Uh, I mean, I know I wasn't too vocal about what's actually going the actually went on in my life and, and the, uh, those things. But I mean, look, I'm back, you yeah. know, that's, and I'm glad and you guys great. spared me some time and I'm back and I, and I will defend my title against whoever they put me up against and I, uh, you know, just so happened this fight coming back. Um, I don't know if it's due to weight or whatever, but the situation is that, you know, uh, we we un- we on the undercard. This is a fight that, you know, they could have made for me and uh, Benavidez, uh, the brother or whatever. Um, not David, but Jose Benavidez. Uh, could have been the main event card. But the fact that Showtime, and I'm a Showtime fighter, is one of they? La- they put them all together. Boom! Look, hey, we finna fight. We finna get the fans what they want to see. This guy gonna come to fight. He not trying to lose. He's been through a lot too himself. I've been through a lot myself. We both been off for a while. He takes some- he took some losses in between. Hey, I did- I took some losses too, but it just wasn't in the ring. So we get a chance to both, you know, put up a shut up. And uh, I'm-, I'm gonna give y'all the best Jamal Sharlow up to date.
0: Hi, everybody. We got a new podcast partner. It's Uncommon Goods. And when you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting artists and small independent businesses. These fine products, often made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. In fact, Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, they're unique, often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere, from art to jewelry to kitchen, home and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone and not the same lackluster gifts you can find just anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. And they've donated more than $2.5 million to date. Hey, you get 15% off your next gift. Go to uncommongoods.com slash laststand. That's uncommongoods.com slash stand for 15% off and don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary. Well, if you're a longtime listener or been watching the program for a long time, you know I've been taking AG1 for a few years now. And I tell you what, I feel great. I feel stronger. I have more focus, more energy. My immune, my gut health is so much better. That's because I started taking AG1 on a daily basis. And AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal need, like gut optimization, stress management. It has immune support. And since... Uh, 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition. You know what that means? That means they continuously redefine their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that Every scoop contains a probiotic, a digestive enzyme for gut support, magnesium. It has B vitamins for energy support and so much more. Look, if you want to take ownership of your health, you got to start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D, K2 and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you've got to do is go to Drink AG1 slash last stand. Again, drink AG1 slash last stand and check it out. Trust me, you'll love it. At the Spence Crawford weigh-in, man, everyone saw that video. Obviously, it went viral of you and Caleb Plant. He ends up smacking you. Uh he comes on the last stand. We just had him on. He gave us his account. Mm-hmm. Um uh, we want to give you the floor and tell and give your account of what happened, uh, because he says, hey, look, this man yanked on my beard and I'm not going to be disrespected like that. <laughs> yeah. So
1: g- cool. Give oh, us your account of cool. What- I'm laughing oh, okay. at it because like, you know, uh, and if he felt some type of way about it, if he felt some type of way about it, we could have handled it right then and there. We could have handled it like right in and there, but like anybody uh, come up, you know, you could walk up to anybody and just smack him it and, and run off, like hop right in your car and dip off, like you know. He knew what time it was at that time. I mean, it's cool. We not gonna, we don't gotta talk about it. Like, uh, we can get it, we can get it the right way though. We can get it the right way. I easily fight him, easily trash. You know what I mean, like. It's cool though. It's cool. Him and uh, you know, shout outs to him. Shout outs to him for you know, it's cool. a little pussy move. You could, but it is what it is. But like you know, like I said, I'm in a better. I'm in a better space. You know, I'm mean? I, man. This is a lot of stuff that I had to let go, get better, and he just keep moving forward. So I ain't gonna entertain the fact that like he won't ever come to like any boxing event around me. He won't. You know what I'm saying? You, now you got to be on the watch. You know what I'm saying? You got to be scared. Like, you know, he probably didn't even go to his own boxing gym for another month or two because it's probably people in his city that wanted to whoop him for that. But it's cool, though. Like, when I see him, it's on and popping. And he won't run into me. Yeah, he he, he avoid me he, at all costs. He,
0: he told us on the last stand, his next fight, he wants at 168,
1: he wants Jamal Charlo. Your response. He don't call no shots. He don't even call shots in his own camp. Yeah, he don't call no shots. But if it makes sense, we'll get we'll get him. We're gonna end it the right way. Yeah. Um, All bad blood. All bad blood. So yeah, we'll see what he on. We'll see all that little cool boy talk shit. Nah, we'll see what he on. All bad blood. You know what's up. Him, Jordy, his whole family, his mama, daddy, everybody, everybody in this camp, all the people who train him, everybody—they all know they, yeah, they know. It's, it, it, it won't be—it won't be those one of those fights where it's a press conference or way in, and it, we'll probably do it virtual. It, it be, it's gonna be like that. Like it's gonna—it's gonna be up. So like it's one of those fights that it's up. He know what's up. So we'll we'll talk. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna just get into all that. But yeah, it's you know Jamal Shalom, he back. Back and I'm proud, I'm proud of myself for being making it this far. You know what I mean? So like none of them boys could touch me, man. I really like that, but that's cool. Let them, you know. A random person could just walk up right now while you why me and you having this interview and smack you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. I mean, you gonna have you, you know, yeah, you gonna have you know, he's gonna pay the consequences when it's time.
0: Yeah. Got it. Um we saw a video of you working out with Roy Jones Jr., and there was a n- number of stories that came out. Uh, what's the relationship there? Is, is he now helping train Jamal Charlo? Is he part of your team? Uh, was that just a one-off?
1: Uh, yeah, me and Roy uh, linked up. Uh, we, uh, we linked up. We got some good work in. Uh, out in uh, Pensacola, it was Super fun just to watch my childhood hero give me some pointers, you know, uh, uh, really kind of mentally coach me, um, steer me back in the way of like feeling like the champ again, feeling like I want to do this again, feeling like I want to sacrifice and why am I sacrificing and, uh, many days where we prayed and ate hey, and talked and uh just kind of got myself back to like you know where i wanted to be where i you know i feel like i'm able to take on a fight with benavidez on their card or showtime and front the world and yeah i mean me and roy jones linked up like pretty tight like like for like dope that's great
0: uh ronnie shields is still though your main trainer
1: Ronnie Shields is my, still my main, main trainer. Um, Roy Jones is a all around trainer. Uh, I train with both. I train Roy Jones and I train Ronnie Shields. Two legendary hall of famers. They can't beat me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I put it all together. Like you know, it is what it is.
0: I I got to ask you this, Maul. How difficult was it for you to watch your brother? fight Canelo Alvarez when you know it was supposed to be you and it was the fight that a lot of boxing fans have been looking forward to for a very, very long time?
1: I thought my brother had it. Uh, I believed in him um, like I always do and like I always will. Um, I thought he did good. Um, Saying that he came up two weight classes, uh, he didn't... I mean, there's no explanation. Like, I've take my hats off with my brother willing to be great, doing something that a lot of fighters wouldn't have did. Uh, of course, it was definitely uh, definitely difficult for me to get in there and really, you know, see him fight when I really, like, it's just that one brother thing. Like, uh, you know, I can't wait for my chance. I can't, I, like, I know what to do. Like, I know some of the things that he didn't do or some of the, you know, mistakes that he made. It was just, you know, counterpartner, partner, but, it is what it is you know I, you know hats off to my brother um he tried i mean canelo put on a good performance and my brother did too you know i'm, I'm proud of him um mm-hmm. yeah, but i did wish it was me
0: do you believe you and canelo will fight
1: in due time in due time, I do believe it. Uh, I feel like uh, Cinco de Mayo, uh, should, I should be getting that call beforehand and uh, make it official, where uh, the fans around the world get a chance to see me. That's kind of why I'm taking this fight here to knock that ring rust off. I won't have to try to make those adjustments once we do fight, but I want to uh, see like you know where I go from here, and um, you know fighting that 68 would probably be the next move I make of course, but you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about the future.
0: Okay. So I got to ask you this because a number of people saw you on IG live. Obviously you were intoxicated, but you were talking with Demetrius Andrade Mm -hmm. and you're obviously talking about asking him to fight. He's got Benavidez. Uh, you've gone back, back and forth obviously with David Benavidez too, about, uh, fighting him. Uh, you've had the, the altercation with Caleb plant, uh, who told us he wants you next. What do you say, Maul, to people who say, "Man, I like Jamal Charlo, but I think Charlo is just a guy who cries wolf. He talks about fighting these big names, but doesn't get in the ring with them."
1: I mean, what can I say? Just keep just keep paying attention then. I guess say whatever you want. Like I don't care what they say. Uh, no explanation, whatever you know. Uh, me and the Andreas, talked multiple times this camp. You know, uh, you know, we we spoke a few times, and yeah, we both want to fight each other. We both would love to do. I mean, it's it's kind of out of his hands, out of my hands, out of Benavidez's hands. Uh, if that was the case, I would been I wouldn't even been fighting this little uh, this brother. I would have been fighting Plant. If it was all up to me, like, you know, I would, I'm not necessarily, like, worried about what anybody say. I mean, it's it's in the handler's hands, and uh, the, I, I have the best team in boxing. I mean, I feel like I've done pretty exceptionally well uh, for how I stage things in the way my life has worked. Um, I've been out the ring for two years, and, I mean, you see how things going. Uh, somebody's working. Somebody's over it, so, yeah
0: uh, uh and, andre also talked about he said listen i think when it comes to charlo he needs to get his drinking uh under wraps before he can come back and really be effective mm,
1: Probably. Uh, so. I, I guess it, yeah. I, I was
0: going to ask you it, it, it he he almost intimated does jamal charlo have a drinking problem
1: <sighs> i don't drink at all actually well um, you mm-hmm. know uh if I have a if I have a drink, I choose to uh, with my friends or whatever, whatever the situation may be. But it's not like a problem. It's not like some you know, drink like you know. What I'm saying? I had not even not in camp, not out of camp. You know what I mean? That's, that wasn't. That's not what it is. And I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Andrea's. I had a few drinks himself and go on, on, on and talk shit to somebody or whatever. But I get a chance to do it. It's so fun to me. So sometimes I like to have a like, you know, we We're going to have a drink. We we're going to go in there. We we're going to talk shit to all of them. We piss them off, whatever. Nah, I mean, they, I guess that's the only time they see me. They don't see me you. in there are you know,
0: whatever. Absolutely. Uh What are your goals going forward now in this sport before you retire? Uh...
1: Going forward, I want to go grab another title. I want to go up to another weight division, grab another title, be three-time divisional champion. Um, I want to defend my title at uh, I want to unify my title at 160 before I move up and then go up to 160 and grab another title mm. before I'm done. I like it. And I'm going to do it in a speedy uh, – Compressed time, because, you know, of course, I took some time to heal my body and get myself right mentally and physically. Well, this is my time. So join the journey, keep it locked, and, you know, we'll see what's up.
0: I'll ask you the question I I know I asked your brother before he fought uh, Canelo. Do you believe you and your twin will be as close as you guys were like when you guys were both champions at 154, it was like y'all were tight and thick as thieves. Do you uh, think you'll be as close going forward as you were then?
1: We close. We cool. We talk. We, uh, you know, uh, we had some differences. You know, uh, like any other brother, we let the female separate us or. Uh, the inside, the money, whatever, you know, how you feel like you better than me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? We had never fight each other though, but, yeah, we had our differences. It is what it is. Uh, I feel like we, I feel like our relationship would get better the more the door closed. i you know, when boxing is said and done, we always be there for each other. So we're not really necessarily worried about what the fans think about us or, or any of that. We always close, you know, let like my brother bounced back after the the Canelo loss and even get even bigger and better fights, so
0: Love it. All right, you know the deal, Maul. We let people uh, ask questions on social media who watch this show. And, man, we got so many, so we only All get right. to a couple of them. Okay, Uh ahead. The f- first one is from B on X. He asks, uh, if you win on November 25th, are you willing to go up and wait and in your next fight, fight the winner
1: of Benavidez, Andre? I'm definitely down. Uh, let's do it. Uh, whoever wins, I'll fight the winner, and then the winner can fight Canelo.
0: Like it, uh, Ray Hall asks, "Will you fight Caleb Plant to avenge that slap?"
1: Sure, why not? Like, why not? Why would not?
0: Uh, L. Chepica Cabron asks, "Who is on Jamal Charlo's hit list?"
1: All of them. Whoever got a title. And, I, and, and, what, and to answer that uh, question is, 160, I want to fight that Genebic guy, whatever his name, Genevieve, I might as well go mm-hmm. ahead and take him out, get all be undisputed.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I like it. like it. Uh, G. Thanks asks, I'm worried about Charlo's mental health and his discipline. Your response to that.
1: Thank you. Thank you for... Uh, Caring about you know me uh, or whatnot, but you'll see a better Jamal Charlotte than you've seen before.
0: Okay, it's me again. Asks what can we expect in this comeback, and does training uh, with David Morrell keep you sharp? And what has he brought new elements
1: to your game? Um, training with David Morrell is, is awesome. Uh, seeing the, the fire and uh, we all bring a lot to each other's game, you know. Um, strong fighter, uh, fast, nice, real flamboyant. I, I like him. Uh, we share a lot of time in the ring, out, out the ring, and you know? for this fight, you should be able to see me uh, go in there and give you fireworks that I always gave you.
0: All right, Jamal Charlo, we come to the last segment of the show. We call it the last stand. I'm gonna ask you a series of questions. Uh, you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready, my brother? I'm ready. David Benavidez, Demetrius Andre, who wins that fight? Uh, I
1: think Andreas, man. Mm. I think he skins okay. it out. Mm.
0: In your opinion, who's the biggest threat to Canelo Alvarez's undisputed title right now at 168 pounds?
1: Uh, probably Demetrius Andreas or uh, Benavidez, the winner. Whoever wins that fight.
0: Okay. If you were advising your brother, should he fight Terrence Crawford or Tim Zhu next?
1: I think he should go ahead and get Tim Zhu because he was already on the list uh, and let Terrence Crawford gain a little weight.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you believe you will get an opportunity to fight Canelo Alvarez next year?
1: I feel like I will get a chance to fight him. I think it's a uh, steering up.
0: Benavidez, Plant, Andre, Morel, Which fight interests you the most out of those guys? Mmm. Last but not least, you've answered it, but it'll be the final time. Is Jamal Charlo mentally, physically, healthy again, and still one of the elite fighters in the sport right now.
1: Yes. I'm one of the um, top elite fighters in the sport right now. You guys will get a chance to see me perform. You guys get a chance to get fireworks out of me come November 25th. Ah,
0: I love it. And we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. We've heard Canelo. Mm-hmm. We've heard Tank. In your opinion, who's the face of boxing right now?
1: Canelo is the face of boxing right now, for sure. Mm,
0: wow. Okay, Jamal Charlo. Yeah. Folks, Big Charlo is back. Appreciate he it. He is back. Let me tell you something. It's so good to see you. Appreciate it. Uh, I can't wait to see you in the ring. But more importantly, I just I like seeing the smile on your face <laughs> because I haven't seen it in a long Appreciate time. It, man. Yeah, that's what I love. And listen, that's what we do here on The Last Stand, folks. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And at middleweight 160, it don't get no bigger than Jamal Charlo. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.
1: Yes, sir.